Hey guys, welcome back to the Checkup Podcast. Today we got Caleb Willard here as your host, and we got Trey Finn. Trey, what's going on, bud? Good to be back. Yeah, we're nice. We're freaking super excited to be back from our, our hiatus. We're officially done with school and fully uh, fully on board, right, Trey? Uh, I mean, I I didn't go to school, but I'll be I'll be on board. I get it. School's a pain in the ass, so <laughs> we're we're ready to get back into this, bro. We got a lot to talk about. We've uh, we've missed a lot, but you know, it is what it is. Life calls. I'm I'm super excited. We got so much to talk about. We uh we're getting started back up at the perfect time, and and really, I mean. The NFL playoffs, and not just the NFL, the, uh, the NBA playoffs, and not just the NBA playoffs, but the NBA finals. We got game one happened a couple days ago. We got game two happening tomorrow. And I think uh, I think we have some huge storylines uh, to talk about here, Trey. Absolutely. There's, uh, I, I guess, to, to really kick it off, the, uh, I guess, before game one, the uh, odds makers made the Celtics very, very heavy favorites to win this final series. And I know I know I kind of tilted my head sideways when I saw the number, um, as I'm sure you did as well, and and pretty much every other friend that we've talked to about it uh has also kind of felt the same way. They had the Celtics as an eighty six percent favorite to win the finals against the Warriors, which I mean, you can say what you want. Obviously, the Celtics are a phenomenal team, um, but the Warriors aren't aren't a bad team in any way, shape, or form. And I think that uh, I think that number's really high. I think that was hella disrespectful. You know, the you know large part of the premise <laughs> of this show. No, nah, it's hella disrespectful. Like the really large, high. <laughs> a large premise. The large premise of this show is is because you know it's to stop clickbait shit like that okay i've listened to sports radio for years i've watched basketball football professionally collegially for years i've i've played sports in college i've talked to college athletes okay to professional athletes and we're not going to sit here and pretend that the golden state warriors have a 14 percent chance of winning the NBA Finals. Even after losing Game 1, the, the idea that Golden State has a 14% chance of winning this Finals, if that's not clickbait, I literally, I don't know what else is. And, and for yeah, and, and don't know, that's straight from ESPN. That was ESPN's headlining Instagram post, what was that, four days ago, right before the Finals? Yeah, yeah, it was a little, it was like a day or two before the Finals. And, and even after Game 1, um, We'll we'll get into it here in a second, but the, <laughs> we we got a bone to pick with how that game played out and why I still stand by the statement that eighty six percent is way higher than it should be, dude. Way higher. First of all, we're not gonna gonna pretend that who's the best. So Trey, uh, let's just let's just get right into it. Trey, best player of the series after game one. Who is it? Um. I overall player probably Steph. I I just I don't Tatum didn't really play that well. Al Horford will not do that again. 
as everyone else is just there. I think Tatum ultimately will end up being the best player. Mm. But Steph Curry fried. The dude fried. At least in the first half. For me, going into the series, Steph was undisputedly the best player of the series. And, and, and for a handful of reasons. Number one, most obviously, Steph's final experience trumps that of every player on the Celtics team combined. Okay, oh, yeah. I think the stat I saw was that the Steph, uh, that uh, the Warriors lineup has literally played a combined of hundreds of finals games. Not playoffs, just finals game. Okay? And Steph spearheads that movement. I know, and, and Steph, for anyone that watched the game, had a crazy first half. I mean, he proved that he was clearly had, the best player he had on the first. He had a crazy first quarter. Um it it kind of started to tail off after the first quarter. I mean, he had what twenty two at the half. Yeah, he, he had like twenty one or twenty two of his team's like thirty something points. It was nuts. I mean, it was. I think he had. Tw- I think he had twenty one of his team's thirty two points in the first quarter. Steph. I mean, was he was raining. Crazy. He was raining fire from the three point line in the first quarter. That first quarter. I mean, those last two threes he hit, and he almost hit that that mid-court shot, bro. The half-court yeah. shot that almost went in. I mean, you talk about a heat check. Oh, my yeah, no, gosh. I don't, whatever, whatever the Celtics did at the end of the first quarter, um, whatever, whatever pep talk they had going into that second quarter and then obviously throughout the rest of the game, it was right, – they, they turned something on because – oh, and they needed to. Because if they if they didn't slow Steph down, this game could have gotten out of hand really really quick. Bro, and and the pep talk it wasn't even a pep talk that the Celtics had at halftime. It was hey guys, there is one person beating us, and it's Steph freaking Curry. Okay, nobody else on the Warriors offense, on on the whole rest of the off you know the on the roster playing off. Bro, nobody did crap. All right, you had Steph with thirty four. You know. We talk about Steph. Steph quieted down the second half, especially the fourth quarter. He did quiet down. Yeah, but, but in, I mean, in Steph's defense, the whole team quieted down in the in the fourth quarter. That was that exactly. was one of the wor- that was one of the worst closeouts I've ever seen. I mean, how many points did Draymond contribute to this loss? The, the whole four, thing? four, yeah, whopping four Devon points. He did, have 11, he did have eleven boards, but I give him I give him that in the defense. I'm not saying, he, but. But bro, you can't be taking four threes and and te- you know missing ten shots. You can't just miss yeah. ten shots and expect. No, I mean, to... and, and I think everybody everybody here listening objectively knows that Draymond's offense has never been anything to brag about. But Lord have mercy, Draymond the the ball does not leave your fingertips unless you're passing it to somebody else. It really should. Like at, at that point, at, it, like at. At that point, going into the fourth quarter, like, Draymond, don't shoot. Just don't shoot the ball. So, for me, Steph, like I said, clearly the best player on the court. And yeah. he showed that. For game, game one, one, absolutely. And and I, I do think continuing in the series. I, I just think Steph gets started that hot. Yes, he cooled down, but they're going to play another game at Chase Center. And anybody that's ever, I mean, even heard of the Chase Center knows how crazy of an arena that is. I'm, I'm thinking Steph comes out for another 30-point yeah, game, Warriors, too. Warriors do not lose back-to-back games at home. I don't and, think so. And I don't, 
here here's my biggest issue because we we know Steph's gonna get his. Even though the Celtics, I think, are the best perimeter defensive team in the league, um, Steph is still going to find a way to to get buckets. That's just what the best players in the NBA do. Um, uh, Al Horford is not going to lead your team in scoring again. It just won't happen. There's no chance. For for all the Celtics fan, fans out there that are hyping up a uh, a, a dominant win, or a, a dominant ring, I should say. Um, yeah, Al, Al Horford led your team in scoring. That will not happen again. Jason Tatum, I, I think, will inevitably play better. I mean, he only had 12 points. Um, he was an assist machine. Uh, he did end up finishing with a double-double, I believe, mm-hmm. if memory serves me correctly. He oh, had uh, what, 12, 12 uh, Jason Tatum. Yeah, uh, yeah, Jason yeah 12 points and 13 boards. Yeah. So he, he finished with a double-double. I do think Jason Tatum will definitely be more of a threat offensively. But I, I think I saw some stat where the the Celtics, if you don't include Jason Tatum, they shot like 15 for 23. From three. Um, from three, yeah. No, Jason, Jason Tatum's your best player. Um, Al Horford throughout the season, season averaged, what, 10 points a game? Yeah. He went for 26 and could not miss. He just couldn't miss. Um, I don't think that'll happen again. So... And and the I don't think the Warriors have that bad of a fourth quarter. I mean that was that was one of the worst fourth quarters I've ever seen. And and if you look at like the the box scores, the Warriors in like in typical Warrior fashion, even like throughout the the past like five years, the Warriors always do decent in the first half. And in in a lot of cases, like sometimes they may not do that well in the in the second quarter. And then coming out of the half in the third quarter, they pour it on. Like, the Warriors traditionally have always been, like, a third-quarter basketball team where they just fry. And it's, I mean, it was no different in this game. They put up 38 in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of times it'll, it'll segue into the fourth quarter. Well, they'll, they'll put up at least a, a respectable number in the fourth to put the game away. But they, dude, they put up 16 points. In the fourth quarter, no, I mean, that's, they, that's, they that's letting, terrible. That no, and and they, I don't, they, I don't think that'll happen again. No shot. Now let's talk about Al Horford for a second. You mentioned him. You mentioned what uh, he averaged 10, 13 points over the season. Let's get yeah. something straight. Al Horford went six for eight from three. Okay. Yeah. So Al Horford did not make six threes once the entire season. Okay. Al Horford scored twenty six points last night. He did have a 30-point game against Milwaukee in their series uh, against Milwaukee this postseason. But when we look at his regular season, Al Hor- that, that, is, that would be a season high. He didn't score 26 points in a single game this regular season. Yeah, no, I, that was, that was, no, a, uni- that was a unicorn that. performance. Hands down, will not happen again. Derek White going, what, five for eight from three? I mean, what the hell was that? He put up 21. We talked about 15 for 23 from three. That is an absurd percentage. I mean, that's 45 points right there. Yeah. And and not from Jason Tatum, who Trey says is, you know, uh, Trey takes as his best player of the series. I mean, the, the, you know, Jason Tatum, I think, is the best overall player in this series. Like, when you include offensive, uh, defensive, just uh, he's he's a phenomenal player and i i don't think 
He, if I'm Jason Tatum, I'm pissed after only scoring 12 points. This is my thing with Jason, and this is where I think Jason's going to have to pick up his game. Obviously, Jason Tatum, you know, he's a fantastic wing player. He's a great defender. He's became a great defender. I really credit a lot of their defensive efforts to their new coach. Their new coach has gotten their butts in shape for some defense. Uh, the Celtics teams the past five years who have been to the playoffs, nothing like this defensively. Not, yeah. not even close to something like this defensively. I mean, whew. But, um, you know, Jason Tatum, for as great of a wing player as he is, and as great of a player as he is, he's really more like, when we talk like Jason Tatum scoring, he'd much prefer catch and shoot and penetrating the lane and dishing out. Obviously, he did a great job dishing yeah, out. Yeah, no, he he's not he, he he's not like Steph where he's going to do a whole bunch of like crazy crossovers to create his own shot. Right, and that's where, you know, he's not great. I feel like he hasn't been great off the dribble, especially in the mid-range. Um and that's been throughout this postseason. That that's not just this game. Obviously, he's put up some great games this postseason, but against the Warriors specifically, you're not going to get a ton of those, you know, set piece looks like the Warriors are going to play him with Andrew Wiggins or Draymond Green. And Andrew Wiggins knows that his one job on the Warriors is to lock up who he's on. So that that completely I mean, and as you saw in game one, they eliminated a any any open shot, you know, any catch and catch and shoot open shot that Jason got was not open. One of those two was there every single time. They did a yeah, great no, job. They did an amazing job forcing him out to pass outwards. So, you know, to Al Horford. And, you know, luckily enough, the Warriors said, if you're going to win, you're going to win through Al Horford. And Yeah, Al no, Horford I mean, the, the, the game plan itself is, it's a great game plan. But if if they're going to shoot 15 of 23 from three-point range, like, I... <laughs> Like, like, all right, dude, like, tippable, fine. Like, if you're going to beat us, that's the way you're going to have to beat us. Now, I'm not expecting Jason to, la- you know, to leave. A no, he's not going to roll over. J- Jason Tatum yeah, is not putting up 12-point performances every night. Like, no. Jason's going to get his at some point. I'm but, just, I don't think, J- the game that Jason gets his, I don't think is enough to overcome the inconsistency that we're going to see from the rest of that Celtics team offensively. They're they're not shooting fifteen of twenty three from three. I mean that guy. That's well over fifty percent. Yeah, like well <laughs> over fifty percent. That will not happen again. The and the like and, and the Warriors are are no slouches on defense. Okay, like like they're they're gonna they're gonna sit down and have a meeting about what just happened in this game, and and they're they're gonna come out in game two. And I, I'm I don't think the Celtics are, are gonna keep game two close. I, I actually think the Warriors might blow them out in game two. Like I said, I think Steph comes out shooting again. Yeah, I mean and Maybe I was gonna say Steph came out I, like, I think Steph is going to be more consistent. I just think towards Steph the tail end of the game. The difference between these two teams' mentalities is the Warriors really understand how to play the finals. Like Bro, Draymond is not going. Draymond understands basketball. He's not going to be this inefficient again. I, I feel like this was like I feel like with all the pick and rolls that him and Steph did, I felt like he would 
felt kind of forced to make a statement and take 12 shots, bro, he's not right. going to take 12 shots like that again unless he's really feeling it. And, um, you know, we talked about uh, Jason Tatum obviously struggled. But let's talk about Jalen Brown. Because to me, this was as good of a, you know, as good of a performance as Jalen's going to give you this, this series. Jalen. Yeah, he, he played really well. He played well, but you know when you when you really look at what he did, I don't feel like he played great. And I feel, I know, personally, I feel like Jalen's been a little bit overrated by people. His his defense, as we've said, or team defense has been incredible. But uh, on offense, I just feel like you know he went ten for twenty three. He went two for eight from three. And to be honest with you, that feels pretty standard when we look at Jalen Jalen Brown. And that's been his game plan. You know, that's been his game all postseason long. I think really? I think one of the issues with that stat line is is simply because Jason Tatum didn't play that well. I I actually think Jalen Brown's numbers could be a little more consistent, um, because since 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 Tatum wasn't really playing well, like how many other like how many other options like realistically do you have? I mean, obviously, like it seemed like everybody on the Celtics scored twenty points, but like. To me, I mean, J- really Jason Tatum's your number one option. No, easily. And when he's and when he's not playing well, you need to find ways to win elsewhere. And I don't think Jalen fills that role. And I think that was clear with Al Horford's crazy performance. You know, obviously Jalen's had a you know he he gets his one two times a ser- you know once a series. I feel like he he has a game. Right. You know, and he had a forty point game against Miami. He had a 30-point game against Milwaukee. But besides those performances, everything else is between the high teens and low 20s scoring. And, and I, I want to like, preface yeah. the phrase crazy performance from Al Horford. Guys, he only had 26 points, okay? Like, crazy performances from, like, really good but, players means Steph Curry going off for 50. Like... Al Warford's crazy game is 26 points, which obviously 26 points is is a great game. But like, guys, Al Horford's standard game is like 10 points, 15 maybe. Literally. So, like, I just uh, all all this all this talk about like seriously, the only reason the Celtics won this game is because the Warriors were so bad in the fourth quarter. I mean, they were horrible. They were Defensively, horrible. they were horrible, and offensively, they were worse. And let's be honest, that is not a that's that's not a common thing. There's this huge narrative around Steph not being clutch and the Warriors not being a good closing team. But if we're going to talk about a team not being great at closing, I think we got to talk about the Celtics. This this really was a rare game that Jason played bad, and somehow the Celtics scored forty points They'll in won. the yeah. quarter. Like forty points, and your star player doesn't play well. That's insane. And let's let's look at the Miami series. I mean, look at Game Seven. Okay, they're playing in Miami. They have this huge lead, and then what did what did awful that series? They were were terrible, terrible, bro. They They could not score without Tyler Hero. It was crazy. I've actually never seen a bench player have that much impact on scoring. That's ridiculous. We can talk Miami about Miami so later. We're going to do a playoff series. review at some point. But 
My point was is that you have this terrible offensive team in Miami. You have this dominant lead that that Boston had in Miami. And then going into the fourth quarter, Jason Tatum, what, went like 0 for 3? Yeah. Didn't have no, any they, points? That, that game got scary. I mean, they were within a they were within a Jimmy Butler, you know, instead of taking that three, takes Al Horford into the lane, at least makes two, might get an and one. Like they at least tie that game up right there. But Jimmy went for the dub and we all know how the story ends. But we talk about choking. I mean, I feel like that's been a a Boston narrative in the fourth quarter. They play such tough defense during the first three quarters. They really do get tired in the fourth. And this, I mean, we when we talk about outlier, I just can't stress it enough how big of an outlier this game is. Yeah, no, I mean they turn out that their best quarter their best quarter was the fourth. Which, which is unheard of. Which like never happens. It's unheard of for this team. So all in all, I, I think Boston's a great team. Obviously, they've they've faced tougher competition than the Warriors have this postseason. I completely agree with that. Um, but I'm definitely not counting the Warriors out by any means. I still have the Warriors winning this series. I think uh, yeah, my I, original prediction was in six. Yeah, as, as I say, I'm, I got Warriors in seven. I think seven's viable. Dude, all I'm saying, this is how I look at this series, okay? We all know what the Warriors do in, in what Clay Thompson does in game sixes. And game six will be in Boston. I think they at least go to six games. Yeah, I mean, it's if if you if you don't think the Warriors can can steal a game or two in Boston, I where you don't watch basketball, dude. You don't even think about this. The Warriors could win this game, okay? They could lose the next two, and be at. Um, they could be home for game five. They could win game five because it's at home. And the Warriors are a great home team. They have been statistically one of the best home teams. Steph is statistically one of the best home home players there is in the league. I think I saw a statistic uh, that showed the Warriors in, in the game ones. are This is like the sixth loss they've ever had in a game one while Steph is on the court, which is absurd. With the amount of series that they've played as a team. I mean, that's crazy. So I think, and, and like I said, you know, anytime you go to a game six, I just think Clay, I mean, Clay was a non, let's be honest, Clay was a non factor this game. Clay had a really quiet 15. Um, he played whatever defense. He really didn't play, he really wasn't, I don't know, I didn't feel like he wasn't nearly, he didn't play presence. like he was the second best shooter, like, ever in history. For sure not. So you have Clay going to walk into a game six, do his thing, and I, I don't think you want to play Golden State at home. So I was going to say, I, bro, if the Celtics are going to win this, they need to do it in five. They have to do it in five. Because if, if, if it goes past game five, I, I, I don't see how they win. I really don't. It will take, it will take Jason Tatum. Tatum I was going to say, it will take a Herculean effort. I mean, just like just a ridiculous bucket giving performance to win. So the Celtics, in my mind, 
you know, they did what they had to do. It was a dirty game one. It was a hard-fought game one. They squeaked out the win. If the Celtics are going to win this series, they better put them out because the longer this series goes, I mean, let's, you know, let's also think about the Celtics' playoff run so far. You know, they did sweep the Nets, but how many how many games did they take Milwaukee to? Seven, right? Yeah, and, and Milwaukee didn't even have their second-best player. Didn't even have Chris Middleton. They went seven games with Milwaukee, and then they went another drooling seven games with Miami. Yeah, and, and Miami is... Clearly, they showed that offensively, they are just not up to par. And, like, let's be honest, man. History shows that when you go through that many tough series, I mean, geez, bro, you go through a Game 7 period. Like, it does take a toll on players. We've seen that with Kevin Durant last year when they went 7 with Milwaukee. Especially against players that literally have no experience making runs this deep. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've... Exactly. That's a great point. I mean, we saw it with, uh, remember the bubble championship? You know, the Miami run was grueling. And then they got yeah. to LeBron and Jimmy Butler yeah, was Jimmy literally Butler, out like, of he just, Yeah, he, I, he had, what, two games where he, like, completely popped off. But, like, you, could, you could clearly see it. You could clearly see that he was, he was just gassed. Exhausted, he was bro. done. And that's my... I think, you know, to finalize, to kind of put the cherry on top of the argument here for the Celtics-Warriors, bro, the Warriors, they're a fresh team. They've gone five, six games. It's been a really easy five, six-game series for them. They haven't had to worry about too much. They have a championship team that understands what it takes and is conditioned to go that far, okay? The Celtics, man, this is a great defensive team, but defense takes energy. Any two-way player will tell you that they're not, you know. I mean, this is the reason that teams try to have their uh, offensive player kind of relax on defense, right? So they don't have to be a two-way player and take that kind of cardio toll. I just, dude, I think it's going to get too much here. The Celtics This series is going to get the, – the Celtics, that first game was hard. None of these games are going to get any easier. So if you're if you're gonna put them away, you need to do it now because you 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 let this go to game six and game seven. Just I I don't think they're prepared for it. No, especially no, and- in a game seven because if it's a game seven, it goes back to Oracle or Chase, Chase Center. Center. Yeah, Chase Center. Yeah, I'm I'm with you, man. You know, and we haven't even talked about uh. I didn't even mention the injuries that they've had throughout this playoff run. They're healthy right now, but what happens when Marcus Smart tweaks his ankle again? What happens when Robert Williams, uh, what did he tweak his knee? Yeah. You know, what happens when he tweaks that and misses a game? What happens when old-ass Al Horford breaks down one of these games? And, and, you know, injuries are part of the game, man. We've seen that with even the Warriors runs. I mean, the Warriors honestly stopped because of injuries. I was going to say, literally the only reason the Warriors lost the finals against the Raptors was because of injuries. The only reason. And I will gladly... Two of their, two of their, three, two of their three best players got injured. Dude, we, if we're going to bring up that Raptors... And they, were, and they were horrible injuries. They were terrible. I mean, dude, Kevin Durant came back for 10 minutes and smoked the Raptors. 
smoked him. Hey, you know what? Steph took that, and we talked about this before the show today. Steph took that Raptors, that Warriors team, the injured Warriors team, to six games with against a great defensive team, just like the Celtics. Yeah, I mean, Steph, Steph knows how to put on. Steph knows how to put on. Clay's going to get his. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't the other night, but game two, game three, expect a good, you know, expect a good clay performance. The Warriors, uh, the Warriors are going to play significantly better in game two, specifically in the second half. Final thoughts? Anything else? Game one, game two, Trey? Um, no, not really. I uh, the only the only thing I'll say is I I think the the Warriors probably put the Celtics away by twenty in game two. Ooh, we going by twenty, huh? By twenty, yeah. I don't. I I think the Warriors really step up and show why they're here. You know, one of the interesting things about the Celtics is it really? Oh, Jordan. Uh, what's it, uh, Jordan Poole didn't really play that well either. No, uh, yeah, the Warriors had negative bench help. Uh, yeah. Their be- their bench help was um, what's his name that played on the Wizards? It, uh, the, or that wing player. Gosh, hold on, I'll get his name real quick. Otto Porter. Otto Otto Porter, yeah. Otto Porter was the was the best. I mean, he went four for five from three, low key. He was the only yeah. he was the only bench help that he you know the Warriors got. I mean, Jordan Poole, who has been terrific this entire postseason run, he was ice cold. Man. Nine points. He had nine points. He had nine. Right? He had nine. He had <laughs> if, if, if you're the Warriors, if Jordan Poole's not cracking double-digit points, then, yeah, no, like, you, you got some issues. But I don't – I'd say it's the same story with Jason Tatum. Like, I just – I don't anticipate bad games like that happening consistently. No. I'm with that. And let's be honest. You know, one of the things that the Celtics are going to run into, if you're Steph, okay – you know, a lot of teams like to pick on Steph, but the Celtics are are one of the only teams that really can't. There's only, you know, what guard, what Boston guard is going to pick on Steph on defense? Well, I don't. Well, and it's it's not even just just be, it's not even just Boston. I there's there's no player that's just sticking Steph. No, well, no, 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 no. My point, my point is that for Boston on the offensive side for Boston. There's no guard that can just like bully Steph and can just score easily on Steph. There's no Boston guard that's good enough to just bully him. Steph oh, yeah. doesn't have oh, to play. Oh, you're oh, saying offensive. I thought you meant defensively. Uh, no, you see, I'm talking yeah, offensively. I'm talking Warriors defensively. You know, they, you know I mean guys like I mean guys like Jalen Brown and and Marcus Smart, they're I they have to just use their size to try and to try and body Steph in the paint. And just like back them down, but the problem is that the Warriors are are a smart enough defensive team where they won't let that happen. No, and they're not, bro. I'm telling you, no guard on this team is good enough to just consistently saw Steph in an ISO. It's and like I said, for any good team, you know the Mavericks try to do that. Any team with a good guard, Jaws try to do that. And so when you give Steph this kind of time off on defense, and you get you know, you just let him kind of do his thing and not just Steph, but Jordan Poole off the bench. Who is going to, who is giving Jordan Poole a hard time on defense? It's, it, it becomes, you know, where Steph ideally is putting all of his time in on offense. And bro, you're not going to be able to, I'm with you, Trey. I don't know about 20, but these Celtics have been getting blown out when they lose. So 
totally possible. I'm with it for I'm with it for a 15 20 point Warriors dub on Sunday. Yeah. I think it happens, man. I just think okay. these guards they just uh they start heating up, man. They start heating up real quick. I mean, they they have to. If Warriors lose both games at home, then then yeah, there there are going to be some serious question marks. But I don't I don't think they will. Uh, I agree. If if they do lose this game, we got, we'll revisit some stuff. But like we said, this is the Celtics game plan, right? Put them yeah. down. I mean, it, and it'll I mean, obviously, it'll depend on how they lose. Yeah, I'm with but it. We'll see. All right, guys. This has been Checkup Podcast. We will be uh we'll be around a lot more. So, yeah, uh, and we'll uh we're we're trying we're trying out a little bit of a different format. Um the with all the previous episodes, we would go through like three or four topics at a time and the episodes would run like an hour and a half. We're thinking about doing um little shorter clips. That's why we uh that's why we really only talked about uh the game one here. So we'll uh we'll see how it goes. Uh let us know if you like this setup or if you like the uh the way that we were doing it before. And then we'll move on from there. All right, guys. Until next time. Peace.